Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to what, Katie? Where are we? The Haunted Heart Podcast. We're not on, this isn't Netflix and This isn't. We have, so we have two things now. So we have the Haunted Heart Podcast, we have Netflix and Kill, and we just have to like wear different hats. I'm going to get you a hat with a label and I'm going to put it on you before we record. Oh, get me a new nameplate. Oh, another one. <laughs> I, just, I just switch it We're out. We're just going to line them up. I just get so, I get confused so easily. I'm going to get you separate holders so that you just have like a barricade of holder, of like nameplate holders on yeah. your side of the table. Yeah. And then I'm going to knock them over as I gesture wildly when I tell my stories. Yes. Yes, you will. It's going to go great. Um, this is going to be a very exciting episode today. It is. We are covering, uh, this actually is probably going to end up being a two-parter. Um, so get ready. Yeah. Um, and so we are. We don't doing... have to worry about another two-hour-long episode. You don't. Like you you really don't. I promise. I'm. J- I'm going to talk as little as possible. What we're doing today is she purchased today. the book Helter Skelter, and she is reading we're it. Just page. Read it. We're going to read it. No, that's what you get on Patreon. No. <laughs> Uh, no, we are, we thought it was right about time to do another all up in them horror goods. Mm-hmm. Only this time it's the 80s edition. 80s edition. And so get what, your folks? hairspray out, honey. Get your aquanet. aquanet. Get that blue shadow on. Get those uh-huh. leg warmers out that closet. Mm-hmm. Get that candy sweatshirt. Honey, Madonna is ready. And we thought that it would be fun to... Bring someone... From the 80s. From the 80s! So that we don't have to get in our time machine. We brought the 80s to you. Yes, we have... Our, ladies and gentlemen, we have a person who has lived through the 80s who has here. lived through it here with us today with us today <laughs> a relic if you will <laughs> no don't worry most of our listener basis is like 80s babies so it's fine yeah, yeah it's pretty cool um do you want to introduce our i mean that, that was my introduction <laughs> nobody knows who she is <laughs> Okay, it's my mother. Great, it's my mother. We're getting very serious in our relationship, and I think it's time for all of you to meet my mom. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So say hi, mom. Say hi. It's a podcast. Hello, they can't see you. <laughs> so her name is Scarlett. You will hear Kenny call her Scarlett. Scarlet. You will hear me call her Ma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may have heard me mention her on the first episode where I said hi, mom. Hi, Scarlett. Yes. And yeah. she didn't listen, but that's fine. It's I fine. Do she doesn't listen do to this listen. podcast. <laughs> I do listen. No, we just thought it would be fun. Uh, she's visiting us this weekend, so we thought it would be cool for her to come on the show and kind of uh, give her perspective on the movies that we're going to talk about today. So Yeah. Why the hell not, right? Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It is. I feel like you are so profesh. She would. Now I'm gonna tell you what. I feel she like you have, are on NPR status right now. She would have a professional podcast. She would. She would. She would be professional. What was it you, you said her 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 spinoff would be? Sitting with Scarlet. Sitting with Scarlet. Yeah. Sitting and with Scarlet. And it would be very profesh, um, and probably be hella better than our shit. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll hire you. <laughs> 
Oh, but first up, we have a review we wanted to read, don't we? Oh, yes, we do. Yeah. So, guys, um, while I get, why don't you tell them how they can review us while I get this yes. pulled up, Katie? So, whatever platform you listen to us on, um, be it if you have an iPhone, it's the Purple Podcasts app. Um, you can scroll all the way down to the bottom when you go to see more episodes. Um, go ahead and drop that five-star review, please. Thank you. Five stars. Stunning. Um, and when you give your star rating, you can also, like, it gives you the option to type a review. And if you'll just type us a little message in there, um, some of them are really funny. Uh, we appreciate all of them, but this one was particularly it's just beautiful. It's very beautifully written, and we thought it was pretty funny. So we're going to read it for you. Yes. So uh, this was posted by a derelict 88. <laughs> I love which it. I 88. Love. Oh, my God. 88. On yep. brand. On, on brand. Topic. On point. We didn't even, we didn't plan that. But no, we didn't. That's, we didn't plan any of this. Unscripted. Unscripted, yes. Unscripted. Okay, Scarlet coming through with the commentary. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you kind of just have to interrupt on this show to get yeah, a Yeah, you have to in. interrupt. You really That's just completely have to fine. aggressively. Um, or just like, if you do what I do sometimes, aggressively stare at Katie <laughs> yeah. until she like stops talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. kick her under the table. Like the whole Charles Manson well, episode. The see, entirety of it. Yeah, the, the whole episode, uh, Scarlet, I was just staring at her like it. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> you told me it was riveting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> riveting. Okay. Um, so this is titled Spookiness Awaits. Mm. The haunted heart is set apart. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm doing so well. Uh, the haunted heart is set apart from other horror podcasts with engaging hosts, a wide variety of spooky topics, and easy listening. Too many shows stumble with self-seriousness when tackling dark material. Here's the best part. But you don't have to worry with this show. (laughs) (laughs) Too many shows are too serious and worry about facts and like getting things right and like thoroughly covering their topics, but no need to worry about that here at The Haunted Heart. You don't have to worry about facts, things that are important, uh, professionalism, or being too serious here. No, not at no. all. In fact, I we can't be serious. No, not not once. Last time I tried, I fucking sprained something. Yeah. It's not very on brand. It's not. Not on brand. But thank you uh, to whoever posted that. Yes. Um, we love Please it. It continue to send us more reviews. Uh, we'll start reading them a little more on the air, probably. Yeah. The only reason we haven't done that so far is that it just feels like tooting like our own self, horn. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're just tooting our own horn. Self-aggrandizing. Ooh. Yeah, it feels like Scarlet, that. Scarlet, she knows big words. Yes. I read as a child, actually. Yes, you did. <laughs> She would drop me off at the bookstore when she went to the mall to go shopping. Pick you up on the way out. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, and I didn't abandon you. And I picked your ass up. (laughs) As much as I wanted to just like walk towards my Toyota Corolla in the parking lot, childless and free. Are you kidding? You came out kicking and screaming. That's true. You didn't want to leave. I'd hunt you. I'd hunt you down. So, yes, we'll start talking. Uh, we'll start reading more uh, reviews. So, uh, send us more and rate us five stars, like Katie said. 
Yeah, go to your podcast app. Oh, also, if you don't have an iPhone, because I just like completely ignored like Fuck half you, of Fuck smart- you if you don't have an iPhone. <laughs> no, that's not an official stance. Um, if you don't have a smartphone, whatever app that you use will usually let you rate and review. So if you listen to us on Stitcher, which is a great platform, um, they will allow reviews and shit there. So just uh, figure it out. You know, it's 2019. I believe in you. You're smart. Yeah. And it will uh, mean the world to us. We're going to check all the platforms for... Uh, for interesting reviews to read, so we see none. <laughs> don't 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 feel like uh, don't feel like we're only going to pay attention to the iPhone users or anything because we're both iPhone users. Yeah. So let's get into our topic today. We are talking '80s horror, and this is really, um, truly an iconic decade for horror. Hundred uh, percent. I feel like this is when horror really sort of blossomed into its teen years, mm-hmm. uh, which is fitting. Uh, this is really the era of sex, excess, and slashers. We love a slasher. Mm-hmm. We love sex. <laughs> <laughs> and we love a teen. What? No. 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 <laughs> Again, not an official stance. <laughs> so directly off the success of films like Halloween in the late 70s, you had the birth of Jason Voorhees in 1980 with the Friday the 13th franchise and a little later on with uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street we Mm -hmm. saw um, Freddy Mm Krueger. You really couldn't go to a theater without seeing one of these titles on the marquee. And studios realized pretty early on how successful these films were and really just started churning them out like clockwork. I mean, every year you were getting sequels because people just couldn't get enough. These movies were super cheap to make and just brought in boatloads of people. And teenagers of the time really carried that success. Uh, And it was honestly marketed to the young adult men of the time, between the ages of 15 and 24, I believe. Do you know why? No. Well, I kind of have, have an idea. Do you think it might be because the girls would hang off of them in terror? Well, very true. I think that's a theme that we see quite often uh, throughout the years in horror. But uh, you, particularly in this time period, you had a lot of sex uh, and gore, lots of gore. So you had bodies exploding, bodies being ripped apart. Uh, Zombies were also uh, reanimated in the 80s for a bit. Bodies being impaled, um, which was, you know, the perfect thing for these Young men. Bodies being impaled? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I was still stuck on that one. No, I think yeah. Mama has a point, though, that that kind of, like, uh, that whole, like, it makes me think of Michael Jackson's thriller when he's, you know, talking about whole new clothes during a thriller. Like, oh, it's yeah. definitely exactly. that sort yeah. of aesthetic. Exactly. You take a date to the movie. You take them, s- select a horror movie. You get into the movie, the girl gets closer, they're hugged up all over you. What better would it be for a young man? You sound like you have played this out yeah. yourself. You sound like you were playing tell. it out. Oh, um, she tell, will never, never tell. tell. I got She's here got somehow, folks. <laughs> so You were born in the 90s. That's fine. Yeah, that I was divine true. providence. <laughs> that is, Let's see, yeah. what were the 80s? Well, <laughs> just over though, just yeah. over the line. It's true. Just, yeah. it's true. Let, let's what? make sure everybody knows how old I am. 
What I love most about 80s horror, though, was that this was really uh, a great time for the artists involved with horror movies because we mm-hmm. started seeing major advancement um, advancements in not only film but with costuming and props, things that previous generations of horror could only suggest of. Now we're starting to finally be able to be realized on screen, mm-hmm. which was great. We started seeing some of more of the monsters. Yeah, more than of the in monsters previous decades came out of the dark. I mean you know gone were the times of like you know you've got your costume with the zipper in the back and like right you know, now we started infusing technology with it and it was just mm-hmm. really a a great time for movies in general because they were sort of like i said in their teen years so they were learning right um what experimenting if experiment. you will yeah everybody experiments right maybe not okay <laughs> <laughs> You also saw an increase with the horror films of comedies of the horror films. True. Very true. Which are some of my favorites. Um, the ones that are scary, but also funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Happened, that happened um, a little bit later because yeah. you started seeing movies like Evil Dead. Right. Um, yeah. So, and even then, like, because uh, Nightmare on Elm Street didn't start out uh, as a comedy. Right. As a horror comedy. It was meant to be... Serious. Serious. And then... Later on, once they, you know, you started getting the sequels in, like, he became funny. People started right. uh, going camping, if you will, with their horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is not... I uh, love a camp. Well, it's not my particular favorite genre of horror. I'm not a campy person. I really mm. can't stand Evil Dead. It's one of my... F- I just don't like Evil Dead. Um, never have, never will. Sam Raimi, I'm sorry. I don't like your work. Um. <laughs> Fuck off. No. I like Evil Dead. I appreciate Evil Dead for what it is. It's not one of my favorites, but it's... I can appreciate camp. I like camp. Yeah, I just... Nah, it's not for me. So um, so we're going to start out, and we're just going to go... Like I said, Katie, this, uh, this is good. Katie said that this was going to be like a two-parter. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're probably we going to so start... so much shit to talk about. Yeah, lots of stuff. Um, we hope you're here for it. Um, so we're going to start out and uh, go from 1980 uh, up until 1985, I believe. Yeah. And then um, that'll be the first part of the episode. Second part will be 85 through 89. <gasps> Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. We're going to see. All right. So, um, and I figured how we would do this is we would just... Um, you know, go through each one. Uh, I personally have selected some favorites from each year. Yeah, me too. And, you know, some fun little notes about them. Um, And, you know, if any, if there are any that we just absolutely dislike, we can mention that too. Yeah. Totally. We can be petty bitches. Totally. And mom, mom can kind of sound off on these too. Yeah. She didn't come prepared with notes, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> she came prepared with wisdom. Some weeks, some of us don't prepare notes. Yeah, you. <laughs> um, she comes prepared with wisdom and age and oh, grace. And ooh, ooh, you hit age hard. Oh, oh my. Uh, Un- oh, my. How rude. <laughs> Goodness. It's all from love. Yeah. All right. So let's kick it off. All right. So 1980. 1980. What you got for me? What you got? What happened in the na- What happened in the 1980s? 1980 specifically. 
Uh, wait, is there like a hit, an know. answer? Okay, I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I was just op- I was just throwing out. it out to you. I was opening up the ball in your court. Well, balls. we do have kind of a bombshell in 1980. We start the decade off really strong with The Shining. Yeah, and um, I'm going to be controversial here. I've already stated this. I am not the biggest fan of The Shining. I think here's the thing about The Shining. Um, sitting down and watching it all the way through. It's a lot. Mm. It's a lot to take. Yeah. Um, but it is fascinating, the little, like, minute details. Like, that's a movie that can be a total, like, rabbit hole for you to go down because there's so much subtlety. One thing that I like about watching The Shining, uh, more so than watching it for, like, the the scare of it or the horror of it, I find myself watching that movie trying to, like, figure out Kubrick's, like, brain as mm. he, like, is putting together the film. Because there are, like, such subtleties that you see in that film um, that are really interesting. Every time I watch it, I see something new. Yeah. Um, and he actually would change things in the background to purposefully, like tiny things in the background to purposefully disorient the viewer so that as you were watching it, something was off, but your conscious mind, unless you're specifically looking for it, couldn't figure out exactly what that was. And so you were constantly unsettled. The only thing that I remember, that, the only thing that unsettled me from that movie was her fucking cigarette um, at the beginning. Um, uh, what's her? What do you remember? What's what was her name? The actress? I can't think of it off the Shelley top of my Duvall. head. Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. Yeah. That's why you're here today, Scarlett. <laughs> yeah. Shelley Duvall. She's not doing well. Um, she's not. She's, she went batshit we crazy. Yeah. We, a moment for Did her. you know that, Scarlett? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah she send went. up some goodwill. She. Uh, she she's not yeah, doing well. She's not. No. Um, but that scene where she's smoking her cigarette um, when she's in her apartment and her fucking ashes Getting just longer get and longer. longer and you're waiting for it to fall. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there and I'm so stressed because I'm just looking at this fucking ash, this fucking cigarette that is literally like three quarters ash at this point. And I'm like, fucking ash your cigarette. Ash your goddamn cigarette, please. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I completely agree with what uh, you say. I think that it is a brilliant film. I think visually it is stunning. Jack Nicholson um, is here's Johnny amazing. Mm-hmm. And you see that 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 here's Johnny thing comes back a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you see that itself, and you see derivatives of it mm-hmm. a lot. I don't know that I can look at Jack Nicholson and not see that. Mm-hmm. Well, he did you know that the little boy, Danny, he did not know that he was making a horror film. They didn't tell him that he was that they were making a horror film. Oh, shit. Like, he was just in it. Yeah, because he, he was only like five. So to protect him, they, they didn't <laughs> tell him that they were making a horror film. He was just chilling. Well, how do you protect him when you scare the right. shit out of him? Massive fucking wave of blood. Yeah, I don't know. I guess red it's Kool Aid. Like, red protect rum. Protect him from what? Fine. Yeah, the twins. I don't know. I if don't know. That's not going to be traumatic. Just, just walking into that. Yeah. Versus knowing you're going right, to. Right. Yeah. For me, um, The Shining just, um, it's a movie that I can watch once and I'm good. Yeah. Um, and I get a lot of I get a lot of flack for that because I mean to be you know in you know is into the horror genre and say that you don't like something like The Fucking Shining uh, is a little controversial. Well, I like it, but it doesn't um, it unsettles me rather than scares me, and I approach it more like a I mean sort of psychological like, sort of like a, a murder case that I would cover for the show. Like I like watching it to pick out like there's one scene in the kitchen where like there's a ton of shit like this that you can pick out from the movie, but there's one scene in the kitchen where like there's 
four or five knives that are all lined up in one scene and it's like to the right of Jack Nicholson's head it's in the background and then when they come back to that same shot one of those knives is missing mm. and so like stuff like that is I find really fascinating because it's like the stuff that I would want to do as a film director to like subtly unsettle you because your subconscious mind sees that and registers it as a threat but your conscious mind maybe is not unless you're like I said watching the movie just to look for that um but there's a ton of things like that. We don't have time to go through all of them today. But I thought that you might be interested in some of the different translations of the all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy manuscript. What do you mean translations? Like, because obviously this movie was shown in different countries. So they had to translate that page when he's sitting there typing all those pages. Oh, yeah. They had to translate that. So in the German version, the phrase was translated to don't put off tomorrow. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Oh my God. Which is just not as scary. Don't. <laughs> it's just like a Virgo that has like lost their mind. Don't put just off like, tomorrow. Did you say something? Don't put off tomorrow who you can do today. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Um, the Spanish translation is uh, although one will rise early, it won't dawn sooner. That's unsettling. Which is kind of scary. That's unsettling to me. Although one will rise early, it won't dawn sooner. Which also kind of sounds like the opposite. Well, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's just vague and unsettling. Yeah. And then in Italian, uh, we have he who wakes up early meets a golden day. Well, that's nice. Which is just kind of sweet. That's pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you put that in a horror movie? I mean, it seems like it would be on my coffee in the morning. Like, right. Folgers. Folgers, listen up, girl. We have a slogan for you. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, Italian, one of my standouts from 1980 was the Italian uh, horror film The Inferno by Dario Argento. Uh, in my personal opinion, nobody does horror quite like the Italians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just love Argento's style. His use of color is what draws me. Uh, I'm a huge fan of mood setting in mm -hmm. horror. And honestly, you just don't, I don't think you see enough of it in my personal opinion. Uh, I like when things can scare you or unsettle you subconsciously like you were talking about. But um, I just think that color and lighting really play an important part of that as well. Um, but what I love about this is that it's actually like a, it's part of a trilogy. I don't know if either one, I mean, well, you know Suspiria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you, Scarlett, do you, have you heard of Suspiria? Uh -uh. No. Well, it was essentially um, a part of his Three Mothers trilogy, um, with Suspiria being the first, Inferno the second, and then The Mother of Tears, which came out much later, I think in like 2007, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, which it's about like this group of three like super powerful badass witches who rule the world from three different places in the world and they're fucking big ass mansions and they essentially have all this money and power and like do evil shit to gain it, which hmm. is very attractive to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was one of my standouts. But we also saw... Um, Another one that I've talked about on the film is Cannibal Holocaust, which came out in the mm -hmm. 80s. Mm -hmm. um, which very, was controversial. very controversial. Did you see that one? Have no. you ever? Oh. That was like a live, not like, um, I guess it was done in like a documentary style um, about this group of people who traveled to the Amazon rainforest to search for like untapped uh, 
tribes, um, and they stumble upon one that is, um, they're cannibals. And uh, there's some, like, actual animal abuse uh, yeah. involved. Like and, they, yeah, they killed some animals. They killed some animals. Um, the director was abuse. actually, um, the film was banned in a bunch of countries, and uh, they actually, the director was almost charged with... Uh, uh, the murder of one of the actresses because they thought that like because there was a scene where the actress was impaled on a stake and they thought that you know they had actually fucking impaled somebody on a stake um but yeah do we know that they didn't like did we I, no she's fine there's some proof okay all right we found she's her fine. checked in um, all right <laughs> but other um honorable mentions prom night jamie lee curtis yes Mm-hmm. Good one. Love Jamie Lee Curtis and a prom dress, honey. Another Jamie Lee Curtis uh, one for 1980, The Fog. We have The Fog in 1980 with yep. John Carpenter. Yep. So we have those two teaming up. I, uh, that's like a match made in heaven. It's the best. Yeah, they're dream team, high quality horror, always. Jamie Lee Curtis and Carpenter, always my faves. Yep. Uh, we also have to talk about Friday the 13th. Um, we're contractually obligated to do so because it did come out in 1980 and Danielle will kill us if we don't mention it <laughs> on the show. Danielle, our Murder Mod Squad uh, moderator, one of the two. Yeah. She loves her some some Jason. That's her man. And you know what? We love her for it. We love yeah. her for it because that- we're not going to love him. You can have that, girl. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all you. Mm-hmm. We still love you. We do, despite, <laughs> you know, we, we love the people that we love, sometimes in spite of how, who they are. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm kidding, baby. You know we love you. Yes. All right. So um, any more standouts for you from 1980? Not for me. I feel like I feel like on this episode, on these couple episodes, we're, we're bound to leave stuff out. Well, I mean, of course. 100%. There's so many movies. That, I mean, you can't really mention them all. I mean, right. like... Uh, I'm just trying to hit some of like our highlights and what we really like. For sure. So if we miss your favorite Um, movie. And also I'm not trying to go too obscure too because uh, we kind of want to be relatable to everybody here. Right, right. You know, as as much as we can on this show. (laughs) Hashtag relatable content. No, um, (laughs) if we miss your favorite movie, just let us know. Um, Send us an angry email. Yeah, send No, don't do that. Um... (laughs) Send us an angry review. No. <laughs> as long um, as it's five stars, we don't care. <laughs> no. Um, we're probably going to do some stuff in the Facebook group around, you know, that we can have everybody vote on their favorite um, and yeah. what the standouts are, like, from the community as a whole. So if we miss your favorite, it's yeah. okay. You will have a platform on Facebook.com. Yeah. Just make sure you're part of the Haunted Heart group. You can search for the Haunted Heart for that. Yes. So what was your favorite from 1980, Mama? We're going to pick our favorites at the end of every year. Oh, gosh. The Shining comes back. It seems to be other future movies take snippets from um, The Shining and use them during their films. Take, for instance, the the movie Twister, when the Twister's coming through the movie theater. Right. And you don't see it, it's at night, which to me would be the most terrifying of tornadoes. You don't see it coming, it's hitting you from nowhere. And what was playing on the movie screen before the twister demolished it, totally tore it down, was The Shining. It was the Here's Johnny scene, wasn't it? No, actually it was the twins standing at the end of the hall asking 
if you wanted to play with them. Ooh, collage. And she said the, no. <laughs> then the, uh, right no. as they said, play, come play with us, you saw the twister completely demolish mm. the the whole screen game down. Because that's when that wave of blood comes through the hallway, right? Mm-hmm. And is like mm-hmm. wrecking the hotel. Okay. And everybody mm-hmm. in the uh, drive-in. Wrecking them walls, in, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> in the drive-in is running for cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Twister's so, a good movie too, shit. Yes, it is. That's one yes. of my favorites, yes, Helen Hunt. Is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Who so was the guy? The, Bill Paxton. Uh, Bill Paxton, yes. Bill Game over, away. man. Game over. Yeah, he has tragically passed away. I'm upset about it. Yes. I'm, I'm still upset. My favorite role was him in uh, in the Alien franchise, but it's all right. Yeah. Um, so The Shining. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's solid. It's a solid plan. Uh, the Shining, I, I would also probably... I would have to say The Shining, even though it's not my favorite movie, it's it's just so intricate and so detailed that for me it has to be that one because I can, for me it does have that rewatch value because you get something like a new tiny detail that's like just creepy. And I love, I love creepy understated horror too. So I would have to say The Shining as well. Okay, awesome. What well, about I've already you? told you what mine was. What the was Inferno. It? Oh, Inverto. Okay. That's my standout yeah, yeah, yeah. from 1980. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Yes. All right. So moving on to 1981. I don't. I don't know what that was, but yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yes, 1981. We saw the likes of. Uh, this is when we actually started to. Um. This was a year where we actually saw an increase in werewolf films. Movies about the wolf became popular. You had American Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. uh, The Howling. Mm-hmm. Um, the Howling is actually a really good movie. Yep, you had uh, Wolfen with uh, Edward James Almos. Mm-hmm. Uh, all very popular films. So the Wolf made a little comeback <laughs> in '81. Wolfen. Wolfen. What you doing, girl? I'm Wolfen. <laughs> that's W O L F E. Oh my God! That's how I'm going to tell you that I'm on my period now. From now on. <laughs> You can be like, what are you doing, girl? And I'll be like, wolfing. My mother's very disgusted. Oh, She's Lord. very upset. <laughs> I'm, hey, Look, I'm here for did it. Did she really just say that on the Look, air? we don't have to be ashamed about our periods anymore. It's 2019. Uh, yeah. We're all here because somebody didn't miss a I'm period. I'm not ashamed for my period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all here because somebody missed a period. For me, it was you. Moving on. <laughs> We also had Evil Dead yeah. uh, and uh, Evil Dead in 1981. The sequel's 1987. I'm just going to spoiler alert that. <laughs> um, uh, one of my favorite movies um, from 1981 is My Bloody Valentine. Oh, yeah. I figured you were going to pick that one. I have a soft spot for that movie, and it's not just because Hot Ass Jensen Ackles was in it. The remake. Uh, not in 1981. In he the wasn't. remake. In the remake. From 05. Um, <laughs> no, I, so I first watched the remake with Jensen Ackles because he's smoking hot. Uh, and then went back and watched the one from 1981. And um, I do love the original as much as I enjoy specifically just Jensen Ackles in the yeah. remake. Because yes. <laughs> the rest of it is a little rough. So you're watching the original to see the cinematography and when you're yes. watching the remake just for the eye candy yes true mm-hmm. okay. yeah <laughs> i maintain uh, actually my official stance on this podcast is that we could just get him some medicine and he'd be okay he'd be all right <laughs> we'd be okay we could work it out look at what you have raised scarlet mm. 
talking about her period (laughs) and boys. Uh, No, but I just think My Bloody Valentine is really good. I'm um, a sucker for when we can have a twist ending that's really effective, that's really, that lands, that gives you that kind of like, ooh, feeling. Yeah. And for me, I just really like the way that they handled it. There's nothing that sucks worse than a twist ending that you can guess, that you already know. Um, For this one, I think we flirted with the boundary of like, is he or isn't he? Um, And then when it's finally, the twist in the film is finally revealed, it's, I just think it's a really satisfying payoff. And I also thought it was really cool, like just the mine environment, like the set and the design was, is really cool. Yeah. Because it gives you that claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. It's like that cramped, like dark, cold feeling, um, just like our bloody hearts. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So, oh, but oh, we can't mention. We I can't know. go through 1981 and not talk about. Uh, well, first, Dose. I'm just going to get this out. of Well, I'm going to get this out of the way first and say that this is when we had uh, the second Friday the 13th, the one where yeah. Jason actually. Uh, comes into play. True, yeah. Um, And he didn't have his mother do his dirty work for him. Ooh. Anyway. Low key. Sorry, Danielle. (laughs) (laughs) Danielle, there are lots of sequels throughout the 80s, so just be prepared, because I'm coming for every single one of them. Um, Danielle is just, like, keeping a fucking tally on her wall, (laughs) and every time we, like, say a word against Jason, she just, like, digs the knife into the wallpaper and draws another one. (laughs) But that's okay, because you have on the flip side John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis again. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do, because we have Halloween 2. Dose. Um, I'm not going to go too much into Halloween 2, because we've talked about Halloween 2 in our 40 Years of Terror episode um, last year. Everybody's triggered. They're like, oh, my God. And the rest of the episode (laughs) is them talking about Halloween 2. Honey, we love it so much, we made a whole episode about it. We did. Already did it. Go back on the feed. Find it. You don't have to worry. Um, But it was still uh, a great sequel. Mm -hmm. This one's your favorite, isn't it, Mom? The Isn't first two? one. The first, first one's your favorite. One. Okay. It's my absolute favorite. But I the forget one. who said the second one was their favorite. Um, I forget. Nobody not on any this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been another podcast. <laughs> no, I have heard people say that they that they actually enjoyed two more than the original. Some people. I have yeah. to go for the original. Yeah, it's a thing. But um, still a brilliant sequel. Mm-hmm. One of the best mm-hmm. sequels uh, from a horror movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I love uh, during October when they'll play uh, Halloween and Halloween 2, like, back to back. Because mm-hmm. you really can sit and watch the whole... You can watch both movies as one, like, mega movie. It just flows. There were, like, three... And there were, like, three years in between that. Right. And it, just, and it doesn't feel it like doesn't it. doesn't feel like that as all, uh-uh. at all. It's like, it li- it's like they literally... Picked it up. Just kept filming. Just yeah. kept filming, yeah. Yeah. which is which is brilliant. Love it. Um, oh, but wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I think we have to go back because I think we we have made an erroneous error. Oh fuck, an, an erroneous error as opposed to a not <laughs> an erroneous, a erroneous error. Non erroneous <laughs> error. We have made. We uh, have given erroneous information. <laughs> erroneous information. Um, what do we do? John Carpenter didn't direct the second one. Bitch, I did not say that. Who said that? I said I he. Did. I said he directed the fall. I said it was. Um, oh, that we had them come together again. Oh, kind of, no. but yeah. he didn't yeah. direct the second. He one. didn't wow. direct it. 
He did not Sorry, drink Sorry, I, I was gonna, I was, yeah, I couldn't let that slide. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, wow. Um, it's sorry. okay. Everybody So here we go. Mistakes. We're just taking turns. So uh-huh. Scarlet clocks Katie. It's I fine. clock Scarlet. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then Scarlet and I both clock Katie together. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's fine. Everybody makes mistakes. Twitter will let you know. Yes, they um, will. They have let me know before. I'm sure they will. So it's fine. <laughs> I love it. I'm sure they And will. you know what we do? We just close the Twitter app. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay attention to the haters, right, Scarlett? No. 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 <laughs> so one of my favorites. Keep dodging. <laughs> Keep dodging. Keep dodging. Ooh. One of my, I want that crocheted on it. I'm sorry. It's I just fine. Wanted... I don't have a favorite from 1989. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. No. Fuck me, right? <laughs> fuck me. Fuck my opinion. Fuck. Fuck this podcast. Fuck. Uh, fuck the editor. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs> oh my god. I'm leaving. Goodbye. No, I was just gonna say that I want keep dodging like crocheted on a pillow in the merge store. Like I need that in my life. Get on it, Etsy. Where you at? I know we got some people that crochet. Christy, I'm looking at you. Like, Do you know that she crochets? I know that she does things with fabrics. And uh, I, believe I believe that she can figure it out. That's different, right? You can do it a is. whole lot of different things with fabrics. And she can do them all. Okay. <laughs> I believe in her. Can I get to my favorite? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Your, Go ahead. What is your favorite My movie favorite uh, is a, a kind of an obscure film for most people. But it oh, is. Oh, okay. Oh, well, it's kind of an obscure film for most. <laughs> oh, all right. Time for a hoity toity corner. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, anyway, uh, is The I Fun House. I don't believe I saw that. What? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, she said that before you even said the name of your film. I was like, shit, she just read his mind. <laughs> I don't believe I saw I that one. I don't believe I caught that one. Um, no, that's uh, on... Uh, that's, that's the documentary about the making of this podcast. It's a different genre, Scarlet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so, is The Fun House. So, I absolutely love this film. I... It's one of my favorites. Um, and it's not a shock because this was directed by Toby Hooper, who also did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, um, yeah, in the 70s. So uh, rest in peace to him. He died in 2017. But mm-hmm. um, he was a very, very influential director in the world of horror. And even, um, fun little side note, even Ridley Scott references Hooper's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, as a direct influence for Alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what I, it's, about it's a movie about um, these kids and they go to this uh, fair slash carnival and they um, decide to like stay the night in one of the like old school like haunted house rides like you'd get inside the little cart and it would take you through like a little haunted house mm-hmm. um, so they decide to stay the night in one of those uh, but little do they know a monster looks inside. <laughs> Mm, um, I love this actually. What? I'm I'm just looking at like some stills from the movie. I'd oh, love to I watch love this. it. I, I don't think I've ever it. seen it. One of my favorite um one of my favorite parts of it is um the fact that they have um Sylvia Miles. I don't know if either one of you know her, but you you probably would. Um, but she is like my God, the ultimate. Um, she is who I would want to be as an old as an old person. I want nothing more than to be this raspy, unfiltered, eccentric New York personality right here in Virginia. She um, played Meryl Streep's mother in She-Devil. 
Oh, okay. Um, but she was also on an episode of Sex in the City. I don't. Um, she was on that episode where Carrie talks about dating the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ends up in a diner caught in the rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she ends up sitting beside uh, Sylvia Miles' character, who is the old lady who talks about spreading lithium on her ice cream. Mm-hmm. That's who she is. Okay. Love her. She plays a fortune teller in this movie, um, and it's just perfect, and it's beautiful, and I love it. That's it was awesome. actually one of the movies that um, I think my mother like bought it randomly on like VHS when I was little, and so I remember watching it. Um, when I was really young. Mm. So it's one of my favorites. Hmm. It um, The way you're describing it reminds me kind of of Hellfest. A little bit. It, yeah. It's, it's kind, got of kind of like that, that vibe. Which is The new movie from 2018. Like, it, it kind of makes me think of Hellfest. It's interesting that you make that relation, because I didn't think about that. But, yeah. Um, that's another set. I, I like that sort of... I like that setting as well. Right. Because it's a little different. You don't see it as often. Yeah. Um, so... Love it. It's a good film. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend it. Cool. All right. What about you, Katie? Um, my favorite. Well, anyway, so Scarlett. Oh, um... wow. <laughs> wow. So Scarlett, what's your favorite? Halloween, too. Yeah. It would have to be the Halloween. Yeah. I can't. I have to be. Same. Yeah. I have to yeah. give them their kudos. Yeah. Halloween, two is a close second, but I, I had to give mine to the fun house. So. Cool. Ooh, now I want to watch fun house. Uh, mine's Halloween, too, as well. Um, just in case. <laughs> Anybody was wondering. Gotta be faithful to Michael. Yes. 100%. Yeah. That's how you get that love. Um, Except Mm -hmm. I'm faithful to Nick Castle. Um. So, 1982. It's true. That's a fair point. Anyway. okay. 1982. We're moving right along. Uh, Motherfucking cat people i was gonna say you know i'm gonna talk about it i've talked about it on the show before mom is here now now we can talk about it together cat people she's slow nodding she hasn't quite figured out that you can't hear her nod but she is cat people 1982 so if you haven't seen this movie go get it definitely go get it I actually pay, haven't pay seen some money people. for it. Fucking oh. download it. We got to watch it right after this. Yes. Right after we record yes. this, we're Natasha, watching it tonight. Natasha Kinski and Malcolm McDowell and hundred. Oh my god! And what's David the, Bowie. What's, what's the soundtrack a, David Bowie did. Yeah, David. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That pulled it all together. Hundred percent. What's it about? Fucking okay. Well, I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> I can tell you. Uh, so if you haven't seen that movie. Here's so let me tell you spoiler let me tell you something alert. yeah spoiler alert well I'm not gonna spoil it um what I will say is that the cinematographer for Cat People is currently the president of the Academy of Motion Picture Sciences so like the president of like the Oscars like the, that Academy he was the fucking cinematographer for Cat People and it's incredible <laughs> like <laughs> because this movie is ridiculous so (laughs) the synopsis of it um a young woman's sexual awakening brings horror when she discovers her urges transform her into a monstrous black leopard which i mean i'm just gonna say relatable (laughs) the other great call out uh so john bailey is the cinematographer's name he's now president of the academy of motion picture sciences Mm -hmm. um call out from this film david bowie's song cat people yeah putting out fire is the fucking best and it was just reused you might know this song even if you haven't seen this movie because they just reused Mm -hmm. it in atomic bond in 2017 Mm -hmm. which was amazing because i went to see atomic bond and i was like oh whatever like this looks this looks kind of cool it'll probably just be like a one and done movie for me like it, it looks interesting 
Um, and then like she's walking out of that building and that song starts playing and I like had a visceral <laughs> a reaction. I literally came out of, cause I was watching it in the movie theater and I like came out of my seat and I was not watching it with mom. And so I'm like freaking out and losing my shit and no one around me is re- like Most reacting well. at all and nobody <laughs> understands. And I'm just like, you people. And like right after I got out of that movie, I called you and I was like, yes. "You have to watch this I movie you because you understand." Yeah. Um, and so we watched That's it together. That's a song it was great. you cannot oh be affected God. by. You cannot not you cannot move. Not, you cannot be not be. You've got to be. A, it's got. It's to incredible. You. It's incredible. If I was ever to like do like something just incredibly badass, I want. I want that playing behind me okay yeah. <laughs> like and something the, just horribly evil or amazing the twist to it is that once you they well, wait 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 wait, wait wait we can't spoil it there is a twist there to is it. a twist oh once, we love a twist yeah. there is a twist there's a there's a twist but i don't want to ruin it for him because i want right. him to watch it you want him to watch I um seen it, so here's I another important piece of information nobody in this movie wears underwear <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody. We're so it's all about sexual urges and stuff, and like people just like banging every five minutes, and well, nobody's got underwear what on. Year you're in, too. Dude, 1982. People were smashing it out. Mm-hmm. Present am, company probably not excluded. <laughs> I am also not wearing underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it's the theme for the, the uh, 80s today. Oh uh, yeah. No, it's great. Um, it's a really, 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 really. Really good movie. I love this movie so much. Yes. So well, go I can't watch wait it. Wait to see it. It's it's incredible. It's very much. Um, it's very weird. It's very. Uh, it almost feels experimental, but like they really go for it and they commit a hundred percent, and I appreciate it. And they so pull it off. Just go for it. They pull it off. You could say, yeah, they definitely do they pull do. their clothes off. All right. Well, pull that's it. our episode on yeah. cat people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny's like, uh, let's see if I can pull this back. Guess what? I mean, will I'm be not even favorite. playing with you guys. If we could figure out a way to like get it downloaded or like get like find it somewhere so that a bunch of us could watch it at one time, like legally, like not pirating, because that's not what I'm advocating here on this podcast that the government can listen to um if we could at home <laughs> no but if we could find a way to like all watch it like we could do a watch party for it i yeah, would 100 percent do a watch party in the facebook group on there's that, that uh, website rabbitrabby.it where you can do watch parties and stuff oh okay yeah well if you guys are interested we could do that because the cat people is the bomb we might set that up watch it with your mom you know it's got lots um, of sex in it <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, and to continue, Cat People was not the only film released in 1982. <laughs> I don't know why they kept trying, honestly, after Cat People. You also had uh, Friday the 13th, part three. <laughs> <laughs> Time for another read. Time for Friday another trip the 13th, to the library. Again. <laughs> part three. Wow, it seems like they really turned those out. Very unique. Like, really quickly, like, rushed. Very unique. Um, super original concept. <laughs> We um, don't hate Friday the 13th that much. It's mostly us joking. Yeah, we're kidding. <laughs> or um, You decide. You decide. Or maybe we're not. <laughs> we also had... What? I bet I know what you're about to say. No, you, bitch, you don't know what the fuck I'm about to say. Okay. We also had Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I knew that you were going to say it. I told you. <laughs> This is how in sync we are. <laughs> yes. Also had Pol- uh, Poltergeist, which was also directed by my man, Toby Hooper. Mm-hmm. Another favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you, I Poltergeist is another one that's like one of those insanely like quotable movies. 
you know, uh, you had, um, I can't think of her name. Um, oh gosh, the what's child. her name? No, the what? lady who came in, um, the, the, the medium. I know her name, mm. but I can't think of it off the top of my head. This house is clean. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Um, that one. Hmm? I have no idea. She did, um, what's her name? I know This is the ASMR episode, too, because y'all getting lots of uh, keys clicking. Um, shit. Hold on. Zelda. Zelda Rubenstein. Zelda. That's who mm. I was trying to think. I knew her name. There were people that were yelling at me viciously <laughs> <laughs> just then. Um, Zelda Rubenstein. Like, you can't, she is such a creepy, was such a creepy lady to me in such a good way. Um, she also voiced, um some episodes like a little later on i can't remember i think they were like early 2000s like scariest places or whatever so her voice would always come on and talk about like mm-hmm. creepy hospitals and mm-hmm. asylums and um yeah and then of course you know they're here yeah. like such yeah. a such a quotable movie um there's actually a lot uh to be said about and we can't make the whole episode about poltergeist uh or but, cat people or cat people <laughs> regrettably um but Kenny won't let me do it um but he there's a lot to be the movie yeah right <laughs> um there's a lot to be said about the poltergeist curse and we'll probably do an episode yes. on that at some point yeah. like a deep dive into that um yes. later but we can't obviously no. we can't go into that today but the poltergeist curse makes that movie even like spookier for mm-hmm. me yeah mm-hmm. um you also had uh the thing by john carpenter yes, yes. yep who yes. was which was also that was uh that kurt was russell? the original was that kurt russell no not in 1982 the that kurt russell's in the remake oh. of the thing the original uh was james arnez who also played the sheriff or I don't. Kurt Russell may have been in the '82, but the original That's what we're talking the about. thing, the original, yeah, 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 one, yeah, 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 which was '82. Yeah, no, '82. Yeah, I, the girl don't. I was like, mm. the Kenny original, Scarlet. Yeah, the original was cast by James Arnez, who was the sheriff on Gunsmoke, <laughs> for that run because, and the reason he got the part we heard was because he was so tall. Yeah, his height um, gave it to him. The thing is actually like but a lot of people. Kurt Russell did. He was in the remake. Of yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so this is the remake. Yeah, yeah. Girl, I didn't well, know that. I, yeah, okay, I didn't either. Girl, I did not know. I thought all the right. Kurt Russell version was the first version of I it. I thought so too. Check but... it for me to make sure. Oh, all right. While well, Kenny's talking, I'll, I'll do some research. <laughs> no, um, so a lot of people consider a lot of people like this more than they like um, Halloween. Like they consider the thing to be um, uh, some of his better work. Well, you know, that's not everybody opinion. has taste. That's an, <laughs> that's an opinion that is out there in the horror. Oh, are community. you talking about the thing from another world, nineteen fifty one, or is that I like a totally that. different movie? It was called the thing. Yeah, the original was called the thing from another world, which was nineteen eighty one, and then the thing nineteen eighty two is the remake of that, sort of. But they change a lot, apparently, according to Google. Hmm. Yeah, James Arness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the 1951 version. She said 81. <laughs> That's Did what I? Threw me. You said 81. Oh, 51. shit. 51, I'm thinking. Yeah, 1951. If so that, you did it in 81, well, James Arness would be in a wheelchair. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. No, so the thing from yeah. another world, 1951, the thing, 1982. Yeah. But, so I mean, they, you know, if shifted a lot of things, Friday the 13th has taught us anything, all it takes is a year. <laughs> You could remake stuff in a year and rehash it. Um, anyway. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, 
Another favorite of mine is uh, Creep Show. Um, this one of my favorite moment, one of my favorite segments in Creep Show, um, actually stars um, uh, Stephen King. Yeah, I'm so the, glad you brought up uh, Creep Show because that's that's on my list too. Yeah, Creep Show. Uh, he was uh, this like really like dim-witted farmer who was mm-hmm. all alone, and mm-hmm. he sees the meteorite. Um, mm-hmm. hit and so he touches it yeah one of my favorite moments is when he touches it and um you he get like he gets like this green like extraterrestrial like fungus that starts Sli- growing right, right. on him it makes him up. and he calls it meteor shit <laughs> <laughs> incredible uh, and it just starts growing everywhere and he can't get rid of it until he eventually um uh, blows his brains out in the bathtub which is super sad um, yeah. but uh, That's it, a bummer. Had a, it had a really ominous, uh, ending because you hear, I think it's on like the TV or radio or whatever, where they talk about rain is like heavy rain is coming. Mm-hmm. So it's suggestive that, you know, this fungus will grow and take over the world or at least his, his farm. <laughs> um, well that was based on the color, um, from outer, the color out of space. Which was, I thought you were about to say the color purple, and I was like, <laughs> um, "No, it was based. That was based uh, roughly on a love, an H.P. Lovecraft story called mm-hmm. Color Out of Space. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like where they got that um, storyline from. But yeah. I love Creepshow. Creepshow has a special place in my heart. Um, everybody knows that my favorite movie from 1982 was Cat People. Uh, however, my honorary for this section, I think this was the only year that I allowed myself to have an honorary, was Creepshow, because let me tell you, you all are familiar with the Halloween party that Kenny and I throw. I don't think they are, but okay. I feel like we talk about it on this podcast We've all We've mentioned time. it. I mean, so we throw ragers, right, on Halloween, and that's like the one time of year that I get like hardcore toe out the frame. Ragers? Ragers. Like, you know, raging parties. Okay. Have you ever heard that? Uh, no. I mean, you're there like for them, so I mean, you're in on it. Never knew I was part of a rager. You are. <laughs> you know Every what? Year for 10 we years. have buttons. Uh, <laughs> well, we got a sticker we can give you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's Be a nice shot for that. <laughs> there's, there's a vaccine oh, for that. For it too. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. There's Let's a vaccine for that. Um, so. We always do the no big Halloween party. Shit. No free shit for you. You <laughs> no didn't do nothing shit. but fucking birth her out of your body. You did nothing but create her. Look, I have. Bring her life into this world. I have an She's epithet. To make an I have an She's epithet. To make a point. Okay. Yeah. okay. Thank okay. you. Right. Thank you, Mom. Right. I appreciate you. I appreciate you here on this podcast. Um, so we throw these ragers, right? It's the one time that I, like, one time a year that I'm just like, okay, bring it to me. It's Halloween. We're going. We're going to get messed up. So she was like it all the time. Yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, so this one year I was like uh, particularly torn out the frame, and I uh, woke up in the morning and I thought I was dead. I was. I was literally clawing my way back to life all day. I uh, could not move. Which um, party was this? It was a couple years ago. Um, it's not every year. Couldn't move until this part is not the part that's different. Okay. <laughs> all right. This part. Is the normal part. So I can't move till 6 p.m. And then finally at 6 p.m. I, I summon the strength. I haven't eaten all day. I have had like a sip of water. It's really a struggle. I have makeup like all underneath my eyes. It's a mess. I like hobble downstairs to where Kenny has also been clawing his way back to life. And we sit on the couch wrapped up in a blanket together. And we watch Creep Show. 
And it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful moment that I shared with you, and so that is why it has a special place in my uh-huh. heart. Was this the first time because you'd we were seen just it? snuggled up? No, I had. I think I had seen. I had seen. I don't think I had seen it in its entirety from beginning to end. But I remember we watched that, and then we watched Grindhouse. Um, you watched? Excuse me. Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Okay. Okay. Not. Yeah. And where was I during all of this? I don't know. You were out somewhere. It sounded like she thought you were watching a porno. (laughs) You were watching what? Excuse me? On my TV? On my Uh, good TV? You know, it's fine. As long as it's not The Exorcist. Yes. Yeah. It was not. You can watch whatever porn you want to. As long as it's not The Exorcist. Oh, and also Halloween 3 happened in 1982. Just so. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks. Because that was my favorite of 1982. (laughs) I hate that movie. I just segued for you. Yeah, you guys have a disagreement over yeah, Halloween that. 3. We life. have a, a, yeah, this is a struggle in this our relationship. This is a deep rift. There was no Michael. Uh, well, There is no Halloween without Michael. Well, he was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, he was. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, but Technicality. No, There's no Michael. No. Listen. You oh, listen to me. Okay. I'll give you by itself. It is a fantastic film by itself. Take it out. of I don't look at it. Right. I don't look at it as a part of the Halloween series, but it's called Halloween three season of the witch. Halloween three season of the witch. Halloween three season of the witch. Okay. Just name it Season of the Witch and put it out. Well, anyway. But they, they put Halloween 3 to pull all of us Michael Meyer lovers into the theater and then disappoint us because he's not in there. Listen, I'm not saying that their marketing was, was the greatest back then. A lot of people were angry. Um, but that what their intent was was to create something different under the Halloween name, sort of like a... Um, you know, a series. What's the word I'm looking for? Is it anthology? Yes. Anthology. Sort of like an anthology series where each movie was supposed to be about a different creepy thing that happens on Halloween. So that's why you had Halloween 3 and it was called Season of the Witch. But people who uh, were like you were aggressively um, against it and very offended um, said that was wrong, and so then, you know, they brought back Michael in the next sequel. But by itself, it is a brilliant film. Uh, it is actually one of the few films that infuses a little bit of science fiction into it that I really like because it's hard for me to get into the science fiction genre. Um, and there's a little bit of, like, Celtic magic in there. Um, there's, you know, the death of children, which is always great. Um... <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, and it's about Halloween and great fucking music. I will say the music was very good. I must stand with my mother on this. Uh, I I don't appreciate a bait and switch in any sense of the uh, phrase. And for me, calling it a Michael Myers film and not have like calling it part of the Halloween franchise and not having Michael Myers in it for me does not make a Halloween film. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the merits of the film on its own, but it just it it was a miss for me. I needed them to do their own thing. I needed them to just make it separate from the franchise. I needed them to have the kahunas to do that and for me mm-hmm. they didn't. So, so I all love well, and they I got a hold of people. Do you Kenny? 
They didn't realize people loved fucking Michael Myers that much? Ugh. Right, they didn't. And then when people were so oh, okay. fucking upset, that's why they brought him back. But listen, I get, we are a house divided. We will. <laughs> but you know what? On this one issue, we are. You know what? We'll bring us together. I'll hate Jason, so. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Danielle has turned this episode off. She has emailed us her resignation letter as Murder Mod Squad. Uh, Dear sons of bitches. Not fuck you. Fuck your show. And fuck your Facebook group. She's just removed everything. <coughs> She's deleted the Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. It's not there anymore. Uh, no, It's we just love a you, picture bro. of Jason. Whoa. <laughs> All right, so I guess we're moving on to 1983. Let me tell you what, 1983, Slim Pickens. You know what I, I got for you? I fucking hate 1983 <laughs> for horror. Let me tell you, not a lot. 1983 did not have a lot going on. We didn't even have a fucking Jason movie um, going on in 1983. <laughs> didn't even have that. Didn't Damn. even have that. I mean, you had some, um, I mean, you had, you had Christine. And I liked Christine. See, yeah, I liked Christine. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what you liked about it. What did it? you like about Christine? I just liked the whole... She liked the car. Concept of a the, car? Yes, the car. And the fact that the car could take over the the mesh with the personality of... I can't think of the actor that played the lead role in that. He was also in one of the Jaws movies. Was he really? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Researcher, get on yeah, that. He yeah. was in one of the... Uh, I think it was the first one or the second one. He was one of the um, Brody, the older Brody child's friends. I mean, I think the concept is um, very cool. I liked cool. it. I liked it. I liked it that it, um, the car came to life. I liked it that it protected the young man that owned the car. But then at the end, it became, he had to get rid of the car. Didn't she, it sort of became mm-hmm. like you mean jealous, he, right? Yeah, she was jealous. It was like that, a jealous like he, lover. Yeah, did not mm-hmm. want him to be with anybody else but her. Yeah. Like a jealous lover. Yeah. But it, with the twist, it's the car. It's kind of an mm. interesting commentary on men and their cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Are you talking about ha- Keith Gordon or John Stockwell? I think it's Keith Gordon. Oh, okay. I'd have to see his... Um, Arnie. Yeah. I'd Arnie have to Arnie. see his um, face. Oh, she's gonna get up and. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, we don't move on this podcast. Uh, is the thing this guy? He was probably a lot younger. Yeah, you gotta find this shit. Um, this is gonna be riveting. That guy? I think it's Keith Gordon. No, that's not him. Well, I can't find any production photos, so we're just gonna hope for the best. Keith Gordon is billed first, so he's probably the guy, Mom. But he's in one of the uh, Jaws I mean, things. Any pictures? Oh, oh, cool. As well. I didn't mean to bust up the podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> um. So, have we decided on who? Who was it? What? Who was the Keith guy? Gordon. She's Keith, um, Jordan. Keith, we, Keith Gordon. Keith <laughs> Gordon. Keith <laughs> Gordon. Yeah, we think it's that guy. Okay. Yeah. But so. we can't. IMDb doesn't have any photos from this film. I don't know why. Cool. Um, <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Uh, you also saw Cujo. Oh, we're doing independent research over here now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mama done pulled out the cell phone. What else did we have? Cujo. Oh, Cujo's from 1983. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Cujo, uh, the ever popular sleepaway camp. When we, you know, um, 
We didn't mm-hmm. have Friday the 13th, but we had Sleepaway Camp. Uh, oh. Videodrome. Videodrome, I think, is probably one of the most, the more popular horror films from 1983. Mm. Uh, and you also saw, like, Jaws in 3D. Yeah. Amityville in 3D, which I don't, I don't fuck with 3D in film. No, it, it always gives me a headache. Um, especially in 1983. I can't imagine 1983 3D was... Actually, I probably brilliant. would have fucked with 1983 3D. Like, that probably would have been funny. <laughs> I would probably do that. Um, but I don't actually uh, have a favorite for this year. <laughs> I know favorite. I don't either. I, here's the thing. I only have Christine listed, and I didn't put a heart beside it. Like, I just... I feel ambivalent. I don't have a, I don't have a favorite. You know what, though? I'm going to use... Okay, so my favorite from 1983 goes to 1982, and it's Creepshow. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so that I can have both Creepshow and Cat People. Okay, There cool. we go. Cool. But then we move on to 1984, where we have, like, some really good... In my opinion, some really good horror. You had Gremlins. Gremlins. Love Gremlins. Gremlins. And here's the thing about Gremlins. Whoa, 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 whoa. She's over here making a noise. Oh, are you groaning? I'm not that enthused with Gremlins. Oh, all right. (laughs) Okay. Maybe it should have had Michael Myers in it. (laughs) It might have helped it. And that is a read. Him just like fucking like kicking Gremlins out of the way with his big ass. Just, yeah. yeah. So one of the things that's really funny about Gremlins um, is that a lot of parents made the mistake of seeing Gizmo and thinking that Gremlins was for kids, <laughs> like thinking it was a kids movie when it certainly was, was not. not. Uh, much like this podcast, it's not for children. We'll remind you again. We haven't reminded you in a couple weeks. Yeah, not for kids. Not us. We're not tricks. Except for your kids. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so while the scariest thing about this film today is the realization that Howie Mandel voiced Gizmo, uh, at the time there were real concerns about kids getting ideas from gremlins and attempting to cook their family pets in the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So I just, for me, I like gremlins. Honey, what are you doing with Frisky? (laughs) Honey? Honey. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, No, I I love the mythology of Gremlins. I love the, like, don't expose it to bright lights. Um, Don't let them get wet, ever. Mm -hmm. Don't feed them after midnight. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't able to find, like, concrete evidence that Gremlins was kind of sort of inspired by the Trouble with Tribbles episode of Star Trek. But in my mind, they're connected because they kind of, like, some of the rules are similar. Yeah. Well, the female gremlin, what I really love is that she's very popular in gay culture, actually. <laughs> oh, um, well, there Which you go. is one thing that I really love, particularly with uh, LGBT people who like horror. Oh. Um, huh. I don't know. I she's know. she's kind of a drag inspiration to some people. I did not know. She's the, cute. The female gremlin. Yeah, she is cute. Um but yes, Gremlins, an excellent, uh, an excellent film coming out of 1984. Children of the Corn. Yes. Creepy AF. I don't deal with corn. I don't deal with children in corn. I don't deal with children. Yeah, I remember that that movie really creeped you out. I don't like kids. More Here's so the thing. than me. I don't like kids. Um, and no, we're not going to go there. Uh, I'm not going to. No. Not not doing it. Children in the corn? No. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, but guess what? Another Friday Another the 13th. Another Friday the 13th. Glad it's here. Uh-huh. Glad it's here. It's here, and we're <laughs> going to continue. Um, 
But we, we also have saw... to talk about. Oh wait, what? do you have what? Wait, what? I you... I was gonna bring up. Bring up what? Um, we have to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, I was going to. Um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, though, was another was another one that came out too. Mm. So mm-hmm. we started. We have a little Christmas horror in uh-huh. there, which is cool. Little throwback to Black Christmas. Uh huh. Oh yes. We love we love our horror Christmas around these yes. parts. Yep. But A Nightmare on Elm Street is probably the standout for me. Yeah. Anyway, it that was um, my favorite. Um, Johnny Depp's first movie role. You got it mm-hmm. back when back before he was beating women or when he was doing it on the down low at least. <laughs> um, now fuck him. Yeah, we can't. We can't. He was be. so cute in that film though. He was so cute. Oh with my god. With that little crop top. Bless him. We love a boy in a crop top. What can we say? Uh Uh-huh. This is also where I sort of uh, reference, like, uh, you you start seeing, like, where you have advancements in technology, like that whole, like, bedroom scene where he gets sucked in and then Mm -hmm. you've got the blood that just, you know, and you start seeing, like, you know, you've got people up in, you know, up in the air flying around, fucking around, doing all that crazy shit because Freddy's, like, slicing and dicing them up on on the ceiling. Um, But... That was one of my favorite parts of that film. Was when he gets dragged in, and then that fucking blood just. Which I'm fairly certain they borrowed from The Shining. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm fairly certain that was borrowed from that, but um, yeah, Freddy is just. Um, we've discussed this, but Freddy is one of Katie's second favorite. Yes. He's Katie's like second favorite uh, slasher. Yes. Um, is. What is it about him that you that you enjoy, Katie? I mean, he's just really funny, um, and I love a funny man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I love a I love a mirth filled, uh, free spirit. Um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mirth filled and free spirit. That's how we describe uh, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> cool. No, I just love him. He's just very he's very funny. Uh, he cracks me up. I find myself watching that movie. I'm on his side, and I'm just like. On his Yucking side. it up. I mean, he's well, he's pretty good. Yeah, and we um, also with that tongue, do like I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what? Scarlet has left the building. As I avert my gaze from my mother. Scarlet has left the building. No, I have had that same thought. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, like this was. Um, I mean, it, obviously, people know that it was directed by Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another plus too for soon. it, too. I can't talk about it. I know. I'm but it's that. another plus for it, too. Um, but, yeah, I think that's probably my standout. Mm-hmm. Gotta love Robert England. Mm-hmm. Like, he is the only Freddy. I agree. The only Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> On notice. <laughs> But yeah, that's probably my standout from 1984. Agreed. 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 What about you, Scarlett? Yes. Agreed? Yes. Oh, we're in agreement. Oh, we're all agreeing. We actually got one. All right. All right. Okay. Um, So I guess we're on to 1985 now. Trucking on. Trucking on. Um, 1985, we had another Freddy film. (laughs) And another Friday the 13th. And this time he's hashtag new beginnings. <laughs> Very new year, new me for Jason. Yes, yes. Because he, there's, you know, he's, uh, I, I guess, uh, fresh this time. Who knows? Um, <laughs> he's fresh. Yeah, he's fresh. Her. Um, but you had uh, Teen Wolf. 
with mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, Fright Mama Night. loves her some Teen Wolf. Yep. You like Teen Wolf? I like Mama Michael J. Teen Fox. Mm-hmm. What is it about Michael J. Fox I just that you like, like? I like Michael J. Fox. I think he's a good actor. I think he's a great actor. <laughs> I think he did a great job in that movie. <laughs> okay. I liked it wasn't as... Hard. It had more humor in it. Yeah. It had more... Um, human aspects to it Mm, mm -hmm. um you could actually almost see that happening i mean you know it could almost be true it was hashtag relatable yes (laughs) yes yep um mom also loves her hairy man so that's probably what oh yes yeah that doesn't doesn't hurt i love that oh yes oh yes doesn't hurt (laughs) oh yes yeah she's so demure it's fine (laughs) It's fine. I do too. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think we all do. I think that's an official haunted heart stance, actually. Yep. Don't um, be afraid. No, don't. Um, Day of the Dead mm-hmm. came out. Um, so again, when I mentioned earlier, uh, the emergence of zombies started becoming popular again in the eighties. Um, Reanimator was mm-hmm. another re- uh, really popular. That's one. the one that I was going to talk about. So go ahead. That is your segue. I will bitch. just take it. Uh, I didn't know that you were going to talk about Reanimator. So Reanimator, uh, in my opinion, unsung hero of a movie. The plot is actually really interesting. And again, kind of like how we saw in Creepshow where that uh, one segment, um, the plant segment, was inspired by H.P. Lovecraft. Um, Reanimator is actually inspired by Lovecraft's works. Mm-hmm. Um, so the particular work in question was kind of poorly received in Lovecraft's day. Um, but it might uh, surprise you to know that it's based on a 1920s short story called Herbert West Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Right. So wasn't really well received in Lovecraft's day, but they decided to pick it back up and make it into this uh, into this movie. And it was one of the first fiction stories to envision zombies as scientifically resurrected entities. Um, and it's also the first mention of Lovecraft's Miskatonic University. Mm-hmm. So they only adapted the first two segments of the story and then kind of did their own thing. Um, but they kind of used it as a jumping off point, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then they, you also have in the 90s, which I think I mentioned this in all of been uh, this horror guts 90s edition, uh, The Bride of the Reanimator. Yeah. In 1990. Yeah. Um, that Bride of Reanimator all uses the final segments of Lovecraft's story. So they kind of went back to it and picked it back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it, 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 a lot of people compare it to the Frankenstein story. Um, yes. Yeah. Because they, they are similar. But in my opinion, I just think Re- Reanimator is so like quintessentially 80s to me. Like it just feels very. I don't know. It just feels perfect for this year, for this time period, and I I really enjoy it. It has that kind of like almost not not steampunk because steampunk wasn't a thing yet, but it has that kind of really sciencey. Maybe that's um, where it came from. Maybe I mean that's where it originated. I don't think so, but I I don't. I'm not going to make that statement (laughs) because I don't want the crowds of steampunk (laughs) enthusiasts to come (laughs) in droves and start sending us negative reviews on Facebook. Or been planted. Yeah. Well, I think I think if you enjoy steampunk, you would enjoy Reanimator. Mm -hmm. It's very, uh, it's just very creative, and to me, it feels like a breath of fresh air in a in a decade where we're getting a lot of slashers and yeah. a lot of like Jason and Freddy and like teenagers and like slasher crap. I mean, not crap. I love some of it, but 
reanimator is just something that's so radically different and yeah. that's why it's it was my favorite for 1985 yeah i mean like i said this was a year this was a popular year for zombies mm-hmm. and that sort of re you know brought back from the dead mm-hmm. um because you also had return of the living dead too right. so that was brought back which was right. also uh really cool but i think my favorite is probably reanimator yeah it's just a different way to do zombies like yeah. and it, it's quirky in its own way it's very like you know you have the like body parts like separated from like what am I trying to say like not disembodied because that's a voice but like you have like body parts that are like separated that are like moving and kind of have their own consciousness doing their own like it's yeah. just it's just quirky and weird there's like, a word for that but I can't think of what yeah it is. I can't whatever <laughs> you know you know what I mean if you've seen the movie and if you haven't you should watch it yeah then you'll know <laughs> yeah sorry yeah <laughs> so that's my yeah I would go I would say that's my standout. From 1985, Reanimator. Yeah. Katie. We also should call out, that's my favorite. We also should call out Fright Night, though. Did we talk about Fright Night? I mentioned it. Fright Night did, I did mention Fright Night. Because Fright Night was good, too. Fright Night was awesome. Mm -hmm. What about you, I have to go back to Teen Wolf, because it was a nice change. Like I said earlier, you went back to adding the humor into it. Right. Okay. So I kind of like, that was a change. Scarlett likes her a funny, hairy man. She do. She do. All right, so um, we are at 1985, which means we're going to come back to you later. We are. We're going to have to take a break. We're going to have to get a drink. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to have a watch week's worth of time of drinking. We've got to go watch fucking cat we gotta people. We've got to go watch cat people right now. We have a lot, <laughs> we have a lot to do. It's very important. Yeah. Um, but we will be back with the other half of the 80s next week. It feels weird to do a two-parter again, because, like, this is the first one we've done in, like, a year. Yeah. And then I'm not going to be here. What are you talking about? We're you recording ain't nowhere. part right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I know that. <laughs> How can we finish the 80s without you, girl? Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know that. I We're not actually going to go watch Cat People. We're just doing that We're for like, you know? We're just doing that. You know? I'm going to go watch Cat People. Oh, no. oh she's <laughs> done. Scarlett says she's like, done. No, we're, yeah. We're done. <laughs> no, I'm done. happening. Uh, uh, I am not being paid for my time here. <laughs> Where's the check? You yeah. promised a check. <laughs> anyway. You're going to be waiting a minute on that check, honey, because we'll bounce. Um, <laughs> so you know where to find us on all the socials. We're on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. We're on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. If you search The Haunted Heart Podcast, you can join our closed group. It is closed. So your Aunt Stacy, Christy, Sissy uh, will not see everything that you're posting about horror and all that fun shit. Um your mom, you know, won't know <laughs> all of the uh, horrible lewd behavior that you engage in yeah. uh, on our group. Mm-hmm. So join the group. It's super fun. Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff about 80s horror for a while. Uh, and you can share all of your favorites with our group because, as we mentioned, we're sure that we missed a whole bunch of shit that's mm-hmm. really important to everybody. Yes. We'll see you in 1986. We will. We're going to see you all in 1986. We'll see you in 1986. Um, and Scarlett, so I know you've never listened to our show, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, At the end of every episode, we do a special Stay Spooky sign-off. So, on the count of when we... I guess, well, we need to count her off. Are we going to count her off? Just follow her Usually, we just do eye contact. Yeah, we just do eye contact. So, we'll say, stay spooky, but we'll do it in a spooky aesthetic. Okay. Okay? We could have taught her this off-air, but But we thought we'd do it on-air. But we're going to do it on-air, all right? So, until next time, folks... Stay spooky.
You did so good. 